Chicken, spaghetti, and sex is the name of this episode of the Misery Index. Yeah, that's because of a reference that's made in about the middle. A reference, I assume, has to do with the Misery Index game that they're playing. Yeah, it has the Impractical Jokers, and then it has two uh, people. One person's name is Danny and Allison, and they're competing. Okay, so before we get into the Impractical Jokers, who are called the Tenderloins, that's what the group yeah. is called. That, that's, uh, a, that's what they were introduced as. Yeah. You also have the host of the show. Yeah, Jamila Jamil, I think her name is, and she's yeah, she's, she's from, from The, the good, good Place. place. Yeah. yeah. Did they say that in the show? No, I guess could recognize. Okay, yeah. She also was a British actress and a model, and she started off in like radio hosting. So this isn't her first job doing a host to gig uh but you were saying the name of the episode explain how chicken yeah. spaghetti and sex are related well basically they play a clip that shows uh, a drug orgy that took place at an airbnb why are they showing that clip because this whole entire show likes to show like really disgusting stuff in fact it reminds me a lot of ridiculous where it's like the misery index is this thing where they have to guess how bad it is based the, on what they're watching the tagline of this show is make money off of other people's anguish yeah so you have to watch other people do stupid things i yeah I assume. Or you read about them. And then... So is it like America's uh, Funniest Home Videos? Uh, kind of, but, but the thing is that it's a game show. So basically, for example, here with Airbnb, a drug-induced orgy that ended up costing $150,000 in damages, on a scale of 1 to 100, you have to guess how the bad it is. Yeah, the misery index. You have to guess how bad it is. And they ask people beforehand, kind of like Family Feud in that way, they ask people beforehand how bad that is, and then if the people get close to it or get it right, then they get money. Okay, so, so again, the chicken, spaghetti, and sex. Yeah, so they show flashes of chicken, spaghetti, and sex in this news report, and then um, Q from Practical Jokers is like, can you imagine uh, chicken, spaghetti, and sex? And then Joe, like, quickly rushes in and is like, that's our name, because um, Danny's very Italian, so they refer to him as spaghetti. Joe refers himself as the chicken, and then Q refers to himself as the sex. So. All right. Yeah. So do you think the Impractical Jokers fit in nicely into the show? Yeah. I mean, I was glad to see them. I thought that the host did a good job as well. So you liked the episode? Uh, yeah. Who won? Uh, this girl named Allison. The, the weird thing that this show did was that they introduced the characters. Usually you get like, oh, I just got married or, oh, you know, I'm doing this because blah, blah, blah. But instead it was just... You mean the like most... they, the fans send in videos and then they get right. picked like, based you know, off like, of... Yeah, you know, like how in Wheel of Fortune, they basically say a short thing about them and then they play the game. This, they introduced the character, the, I guess the people, with their most embarrassing moment. Like, for example, Danny uh, clogged the toilet with puke on his first day at the job. That's, that's that's all we basically get of him. And what Allison, job? Uh, they didn't say what it was. Oh, they didn't say what it was. Yeah, and okay, Allison, I think that matters, though. Yeah, go ahead. Allison once uh, smelled like a skunk for the an entire week. That was the thing they introduced her with. How so. is that even a thing? Like, how do you smell like a skunk? For, oh, because she got actually hit by a skunk? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. I assume yeah. so. Okay, yeah, because it does take a while to take the, like, 50,000 showers or whatever. Yeah. And let's, it, see how, let's see how you'd rank some things. Because I got the Misery Scale. I read up a little bit about it. It's actually based on the card game Shit Happens, which have you heard of that card game? Uh, yeah, I have. It came out, do you want to guess when? Uh, 90s? Nope, 2016. No, it was wow, actually way off. <laughs> <laughs> it was created by the guy who created uh, Monk and also wrote Rat Race. Oh, okay. His name <laughs> is uh, Andy Bruckman, and he funded his card game with a... Uh, I think with his own money, but also with a Kickstarter campaign. 
that he did in 2016. It's become fairly popular. It's also had a spinoff of Stuff Happens, yeah. which is for, like, kids. Yeah, I think I've heard about that one, too. And yeah. you can actually play both games together. Like, you can combine the cards if you because, obviously, you run out of situations right, yeah. after a while, and it just makes the game longer. It's, it's kind of like what you meme or Cards Against Humanity, I assume. Well, when do you think Cards Against Humanity came out? Like, 20, 2009? 2011. 11. So, this came out a few years later. They obviously have very similar themes. But um, I have a bunch of just, like, listed ones here. The Misery Index is what people seem to have a lot of fun with because either they completely agree with where the number value falls because um, the higher the number, and this is a 1 to 100 scale, the worse it is physically, mentally, or emotionally for you to, like, read about. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, the card game, you're just reading the cards and seeing... So let me see if you can rank these. I'll give you three scenarios, and you got to tell me the order they're in, not the actual number they fall on in okay. the misery scale. Um, crack cell phone screen. All right. Okay. Uh, you smell like a fart for the rest of your life. That's very similar to the skunk one for a week. And then uh, addiction to heroin. I would assume that it would be crack cell, the way you just said it, the, the order in which you just said it, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I want to I want to start you off easy. Like obviously, I'm going to get progressively right. harder with the orders. But the first one is yeah, that's pretty easy. They, they said that the crack cell phone is a 45.1, so we're already in the mid tier there. Yeah, and I just want to say also that Jamila Jamil like kind of explained that it was also based off of pain, trauma, impact. Like that's how they started off the show, and mm-hmm. we go to this thing called the Traumatron, which basically is where we see all the clips being played and where we see where the person has put um, the number as to what they did you have fun watching people like deal with these situations and and come to conclusions i mean yeah but i think that's just because like you got to see a lot of the impractical jokers and i was wondering like did they film this while they were filming the impractical jokers because like that must have been a busy schedule then well the first part of the season came out in like june and july ish but then it cut and then they started up again i think that they're going to come out with a season three people who were reviewing this show um there haven't been a lot of reviews but a lot of them didn't think it was going to get past season one. A lot of people did not like the pilot of this thing. Uh, they thought that it was uh, too focused, like the Impractical Jokers did not fit in it. Um, it seemed to be... I think I think the Impractical Jokers are the best part, because otherwise you're just getting a show that like has... Well, there are know. a lot of game shows that it's like, it's either about the game and you're really interested, let's say Jeopardy, or it's about the comedy that goes along with it. Right, yeah. And so if this is more comedy-based then if people are more experienced in seeing those other game shows and they're like, well, this doesn't really matter. Like, the the points don't matter, as yeah. who's line would say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then, then you can see why they would be upset. Also, they said that the actual situations being thrown out there felt like they were, like, cash grabs. Like, the most that someone yeah. can win is, like, $30,000, $30, right? dollars yeah. But it felt like it was just being rude to the audience. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so if you liked it, then that's much better than some of the reviews here yeah i mean i did this wasn't like a great show by any means but i mean like based off of some of the other shows i've had to watch yeah this this is fine and i was also interested as to where they were going to put the point system and some of these stories were pretty interesting like you saw a person faint at someone's wedding and then they had to like guess where exactly that would fit in between a 20 to 44 were you playing the show while you were watching the show like as an audience member or did you know no, I, I I was just watching it. There's actually a, another similar show that I just thought of that's on College Humor, and it was 
uh, hosted by Katie Mer- Merikovich yeah. or something like that, and she and they everybody comes up with different scenarios, and then they try to figure out which is like the worst <laughs> yeah. of that situation. That, that's very much like this because it, the thing was just that they were trying to figure out where it was on the pain scale. So you got a lot of people asking like, well, you for example, someone woke up and there was a snake, and then they're like, well, they're gonna have to get rid of that snake, so that's just going to add another thing on top of you know the trauma yeah there have been questions as to who makes up this scale like it has supposedly a bunch of psychiatrists and psychologists and experts yeah but a lot of people disagree with some of the where these things fall like yeah um for instance pee stain on your pants is a 2.5 on the game and that seems like that would be very low yeah it seems kind of low especially when you're talking about a cracked cell phone case being or sorry uh, Cracked well, cell phone screen being like 45. And the, and the last question also was something that I felt kind of low. Um, Because the last question, whoever beats the other person gets a $5,000, $10,000, and $15,000 question. If you get it in between this range that they give you, then you get the money. The thing I was weirded out by was the last question was, um, a doctor saves someone's life by sucking urine from a man's bladder mid-flight to New York. And that landed on a 56 and that's that that's yeah it seems like that should be a little higher doesn't it and they put a little higher they put between 61 and 71 and she ended up not getting the money there that sucks yeah Yeah. so this is basically just i can understand why people would be upset with that if they disagree with where they fall (laughs) um let me give you another scenario all right we got three situations here right okay okay so i'm just reading these off a list so we got parasite in a brain wow yeah uh you have jerk spoils a movie ending and then you have wasp in your mouth Okay, I mean, I feel like it's going to be not what I expected to be, but I'll do it in the order that I think it would be. Um, someone spoils a movie, wasp in your mouth, and then parasite in the brain. All right, well, you're right about parasite in the brain, because that's an 85. Yeah, and <laughs> that feels the, like, again, it should be in, like, the 90s. Like, these feel like they should be higher. I mean, it yeah. depends on how bad the parasite is. Maybe they can take it out. Maybe, Maybe it's, yeah. like, yeah. I've seen footage of medical doctors, like, being able to remove those worms yeah, that get in. Right, okay. Lennox Hill. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, it, I don't think it was in Lennox. So no, but I mean, you saw a lot of brains. Yeah, he was being researching. Like, you know, yeah. yeah, it actually went wasp in your mouth, 45.5. So apparently just a little bit above the broken phone. Um, <laughs> and then uh, followed by 69.1 for jerk spoils a movie ending. Must be a really good movie ending. <laughs> right? Because another one that they had was favorite show is canceled. And that's only a 7.5. Yeah, this seems again. Wasp in your mouth, like if a wasp stings you multiple times in your mouth. I mean, I've only seen a couple videos, but it's like you can't speak. Maybe, maybe the point of the game because you have a bunch of uh, cards, right? Yeah, or whatever they they're doing on this is to make people like just have fun with it. So like they'll be accurate with the scale for like I don't know eighty percent of them, but that other twenty percent is meant to just piss you off and then get you to have more discussion about it. Because, again, those two don't really make sense together. Here, I'll give you one more. Um, all right. Hands super glued to your face. Right. <laughs> a rattlesnake bites your genitals. Ouch. Or every picture you have, your eyes are half open. Like every picture you ever take? Yes. Okay. Your eyes are half open. Again, I feel like this order is going to be messed up, but I'll go I mean, rattle. think about, like, job applications and driver's yeah. license photos and, like, every picture you ever take. Yeah, that, that does add something different. Baby I'll, pictures, like, But again, pictures. a rattlesnake biting your genitals would be pretty painful. Super glued to the face, I feel like, is number one. 
Um, I'll say Rattlesnake is second, and then third is Photos. Uh, you wait. Which one did you say was first? Super glued to the face. Your hand super glued to your face. Okay, I think you. And then Rattlesnake was second. Rattlesnake yeah, was second. you missed all of them. So the first oh, wow. one is uh, apparently every picture you have, your eyes are half open. Yeah. Okay. And so I guess I said every picture from like then on forward, but yeah, I guess yeah. it's only that you have. So okay. I guess there are other pictures out there that you don't necessarily have. So that one only had like a 10. Um, then you have uh, hand super glued to your face, which was a 51.3. And finally, rattlesnake bites your genitals, yeah, I mean, which I, was in the 90s. I was going to put rattlesnake <laughs> bites your genitals last, but I, I again, I move just your hand super glued to your face. You can get it off. Like, it's not permanently there. It's going to be hard, but you can get it off. I, yeah, super glue, I think you actually need to, like, have medical, like, assistance sometimes. Because getting an adhesive like that to get come off easily is, is not easy. Um, I read one review that really liked the game version that said that they did, that some of them they disagreed with. Like, um, they agreed that people who were having to become cannibals to survive would obviously be, like, that'd be like in the high 90s. Yeah. But getting fisted by Mike Tyson should be higher because right now it's only an 85. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, that's, that's funny. Um, some of the other things that they had in the game show was... Um, yeah, in this specific episode. Yeah, Let's get back to a that. A woman stabs a classmate in anger management uh, group because of a fight over the Dr. Phil DVD. <laughs> okay and that was uh i do like that they're not just copying the ones from the game that they're making new ones up yeah and that was a 78 apparently mm-hmm. so how long is the episodes each one uh the one i watched was 21 minutes okay that sounds about right yeah if it was like longer than that oh i could yeah that would be bored. a very long show and there's supposed to be three rounds in a bonus round correct uh yeah and the bonus round is the thirty thousand dollar one that i kind of explained out of all the games that you've seen, do you think that you would join this one? Like, would you want to go on to this game show? Again, probably not, because it's just... It, it, I mean, like, with Cash Cab, you actually have to know some stuff. Yeah. And in Jeopardy, you also have to know some stuff. But with this one, it seems like all you have to do is kind of guess well. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing about Wheel of Fortune, and I, like, you know... I know, I, but, like, with those games, at least I stand a chance. With the other ones, I, I risk myself looking like a fool for not knowing, like, a simple fact. I mean, yeah, that is true. And it would be cool to kind of meet the Impractical Jokers, but still, it was... I will say this, it was... Well, you've met them before, just not in person. Like, you've seen them in the yeah, same area at we, Hamilton. Yeah, we saw them at Hamilton. Yeah, they, we were, <laughs> they just showed up because apparently yeah. Moore's a big fan, and uh, you saw other people recognize them and come up yeah, to them and... Like, that was yeah give them high fives and stuff no when they were kids it was all right when they were older fans adults that went there and were like oh my god they were there with their wives yeah yeah but (laughs) that's why we stayed away (laughs) but yeah i mean getting back to the show it would be cool to meet them and like um yeah, but it just I, this was so strange. I have never seen really a show quite kind of like it. Does TBS do a lot of game shows, do you know? Not that I know of. Okay. Um, but I, w- I do want to bring up one of the uh, final questions. Um, it was a highway dragging uh, a car on the freeway. And it was um, basically where this car had, I guess, gone in this crash with this, like, not semi, but very big car. And it literally, this big car was just driving. And someone was inside the car that had smashed to it, not being able to leave. So, like, it was a very... So he was, just, like, stuck to it? Because yeah, he, he was smashed li- into it so hard? He was literally stuck to it. And, like, you you saw this video from this other guy who was driving. And when he drove up to the car, the, you could just see the guy kind of, like, staring at the other guy as he was, like, you know, being driven. And that was... Like, in even uh, Sal, because that's who she decided to go with in the final round, because you only get to go with one Impractical Joker. Oh, so, like, each time you, it's, like, their assistant? Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, and who was picked the most, do you know? 
I, I don't know. Like, in the game, was there one no, no, person no, no. who was, see, like... The thing is, is that you got two Impractical Jokers on your side um, for Danny and Allison. Yeah. And then um, Allison had Sal and Murr, and then at the very end of the game, with the final three questions, she picked Sal, because Sal, I guess she thought, helped her more, more with the questions. Uh-huh. So that's what happened. Had a better sense of the Misery Index. Yeah, and Sal brought up a good point, where it's like, if that happened to you on a freeway... You would be like traumatized for a long while, but that only ended up being a 57. But either way, they got it right because it was they decided to choose the range between 52 and 72. So for the $5,000 question, they give you a scenario, you get a 30 range on the scale of 1 to 100. For the $10,000 question, you get a uh, 20 uh, point range from the one scale of 1 to 100. And then the uh, $15,000 question is a uh, 10. It sounds range. like while you were watching, it was really easy to just understand the game. Yeah, it's, like, it's, a bit, it's a little bit it's harder trying to explain yeah, the rules. Yeah, we yeah. don't have to explain it's the rules. Very, it's very easy once you start watching to understand. But what's you said happening. that that car one was in the mid 50s, right? Yeah. Another one that's in the mid 50s here is uh, we got Charlie Horse at 3 a.m. And that just doesn't seem that bad to me. But maybe I haven't had, like, really bad Charlie horses. Yeah, that makes me think all the Charlie horses I've had have just kind of been, like, really mild in it. Yeah, I don't think they're really Charlie horses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or this thing. It's like your leg just falls off. Um, And then another one that, like, your bully from childhood is now your new boss. (laughs) That one's just more (laughs) funny to me than anything else. I don't think that it's a 46.3, but I would just quit. (laughs) Yeah, that scenario is weird. I don't don't think I'd take the job if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much to say about this show because every week you're going to just get a new contestant. Was there anything specific about these contestants besides their little miserable stories that made them better contestants than normal? Or were they kind of cliche models of what we'd come to expect? I felt bad for Danny because he basically got every single question right, except for the fact that... um, for one of the pun- for one of the things we had to guess what the scale was, they showed a punishment from Impractical Jokers, which is one where Joe kind of is just inside this uh, <laughs> gym and he has to like you know say random stuff like at the usual times and just yeah. act very randomly. And Allison ended up getting like that question right, and then but Danny had gotten all the questions right beforehand, so I felt bad that he didn't get to go on. But it was also funny seeing Danny because. I never have seen someone like full on Italian. Like this guy spoke and he had all the like mannerisms that I would kind of expect. Yeah. Like, and they kind of, and the joker the impractical jokers kind of made fun of him a little bit for that. But yeah. Yeah. Was he like a Joey from Friends ripoff or? Yeah. Well, even more so. Like he was like, no, no, no. I, I can't do he, an yeah, Italian. Yeah, he did an accent, Italian accent yeah, the whole time. Yeah. He had a huge family. His sisters were in the back making meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Um. One thing I I'm not sure if I would want to see the show based on everything you're saying. But I would like to see the ratings of all the Impractical Jokers, like their final, like whoever loses um, situation to see how people would rate those over time. Because I think in the first few seasons, they weren't as harsh as they have become now. Yeah, now since they've become more popular, they They have have to like level it up every time. But like the one with Joe having to go on top of the, um, what was it, that ramp? Oh yeah, the ramp when they like were going on that. To the other island in New York. And he had to like just Like I feel like that's very, again, subjective to whoever's actually doing it because right, to yeah. some people that is like they would just faint immediately and die so know, that would I be a 100 that. that'd be incredibly but scary, for yeah. some other people who aren't afraid of heights it's like a two <laughs> it's just like oh okay i'm just gonna be standing the whole time it's definitely different from than someone just and i'm not sure if this is a punishment but going around a buffet and like stealing food yeah, yeah but that's what i mean by like i get that they're trying to do in um an average of everybody when they do the uh, yeah, pain aggregation index, yeah. but like pain is different for different people yeah, yeah, so, a lot of people, yeah. yeah. To end the episode, um, and because I just wrote out a ton of these, I'm going to give you one more scenario, and then we're going to end it. (laughs) Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. Yeah, so let's see. You develop agoraphobia, and you cannot leave your house. 
um, let's see this other one. Oh, one foot is size 13. The other is size eight. <laughs> and then the error loses you a big game, like in baseball or something. Uh, wow. Those are three very different ones. I will go with, um, you, you the error loses you the game. Uh, you have a size 13 and size eight foot, even though I feel like that might be the last one. And then the agoraphobia being the last one. Agoraphobia falls at 64.5. Okay. Uh, I feel like the game right now, cause they always said what, like, <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, what's the other What was it actually? I'm about? channeling my inner host. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other one I said? <laughs> you said, size oh, error, no, no, no. Error loses you a big game is 14. Okay. So, so far you could be right. Or you could right. be this wrong. Is, this is the make or break point. All right. And it seems like you lost the game yeah. because the worst one is at an 82.2, one size 13 foot, one size 8 foot. I mean, now, that would, yeah. It just on its face, if you're walking around, that would be pretty horrible. But I do think that they've come a long way with, like, uh, prosthetics yeah. and stuff that they could probably fix that pretty well with, like, different shoes and stuff that you could wear. Yeah. So it's not a long-term, life-term injury. But maybe if you're just self-conscious about it, it, it affects could, yeah. you that way a lot more than, what was the other one? Oh, agoraphobia. agoraphobia. You can always just fake. You're not. (laughs) I mean, in this day and age, it doesn't seem like you're an actual agoraphobe if you're staying in your house. Yeah, they were ahead of us. (laughs) (laughs) They're ahead of us? Okay. Um, Well, thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye. Bye.